Hey, you're listening to Pink Pantyhose, where comedy meets feminism. I'm your host, Naya, and thank you all for listening to my podcast. You can do anything with your ears. You can clean your ears, you can pierce your ears, but the fact that you're giving me your ears to listen to my podcast, I greatly appreciate you. So today, the feminist lesson is to give the nice guys a chance. Ladies, we gotta stop playing the nice guys. I know, I know. The bad boys, they just got that edge about them, and you naturally want what you can't have, but there's some nice guys out there. This story is about a guy named Air because he was a breath of fresh air in my dating world. So Air and I met on Tinder, and y'all know how I feel about Tinder. Frustrated.com because I would match with so many guys. Hello, I'm fine. Hello, I know how to choose the right pictures. But match with a lot of guys, but few guys would message me. And when they would message me, they were boring and dry. They were inconsistent and would message every couple of days or even every couple of weeks. Or they just talked about sex. I'm not trying to just get my back rubbed and my toes tickled. You got to offer more than your dingling. So one day, as I was swiping on Tinder, spending too much time on the app, I noticed a super like. Now, I've gotten super likes in the past, but usually they're from ugly guys or guys who you could tell who was just thirsty.com. But this super like was from somebody's fine uncle. I mean, somebody's Theo. Ooh, this guy was fine. Air has some lightish skin, some dark brown hair with a mustache and a beard. And it's 2019, man. You make women weaker than these when you got a beard. Oh, he had a nice smile too. Ooh. And I'll scroll through his pictures. I was like, okay, nice pictures. Nothing too raunchy. And on his profile, he has some witty stuff. And something that caught my attention was he wrote, if you could tell me which country the flag is from, behind me you will impress me so my thirsty self who's absolutely in love in love in love with latinos i went to google and i searched flags with suns on them and at first i thought he was salvadorian but i was like wait that's not the salvadorian flag and then i found uruguay i was like i don't know crap about uruguay but i'm about to know today so i messaged air and i said thank you for the super like you know make a conversation because he could have just regularly liked me and swiped right. So we started talking, and I'm not going to front. I was slow to reply. You know, I had to stun a bit, not be too thirsty. And we just started bonding. He listened to my podcast. Hey, Pink Pantyhose, where comedy meets feminism. And we also talked about books. That is so sexy when a man can refer a book to me. He was like, yo, check out Gary V crushing it. And I said, oh, check out Charlemagne's Black Privilege. We were talking and talking. And as I was talking to Air, I was talking to other guys. And I just became tired, frustrated, and burnt out with dating. It came to the point where, like, I'm tapping out. I'm done with the dating game. Done with guys. And then I remembered Air. And I was like, wait, the conversation is really good. So after Air, I'm done. I'm tapping out. I'm leaving the dating game. For real, for real. So I usually don't give my number out very quickly. But with Air, I was like, yo, text me. I'm deleting this app. And he did text me. And you know what this fool gonna text me? He said, hey, Miss Brooks, yuck. Miss Brooks is too formal. I hate when people message and call me by Miss Brooks. I'm Naya. 
But after he messaged me on my phone, deleted the Tinder app, and never looked back. So we were texting and talking and talking about the typical dating stuff, work, family, Greek life. And he really impressed me for a few reasons. One, he was interested in my podcast. Two, he complimented me on my work with my girls, how I'm a mentor and help them get into college. He was messaging me full sentences. The conversation was engaging. He joked around a bit. And that's super sexy when a man is funny. And he didn't mention sex and he wasn't trying to gas me up with my physical beauty. And that's how you get a woman's attention, guys. Compliment her on her inner beauty. Compliment her on her character. Everybody and their mom is calling her beautiful, calling her sexy. That doesn't impress us. Telling us that you admire how we act as a person, that catches our attention. So we were talking, and I was straight up with it. I was like, so tell me about your attraction to black women, because what you're not going to do is have a fetish over here. He was like, man, I've been liking black women since the 90s, since I was in elementary school. I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. Uh, I guess once he went black, he never went back. <laughs> Baby boy. <laughs> hey, I'm with it. So we were continuing to talk, and he was telling me about his dating goals, how he wants to find a woman to propose to. I was like, oh, you a real man. And he asked me on a date two days after getting my number. I told him, my dating goals? You want to know my dating goals? <laughs> to have two consecutive dates in a row. Because these guys are goofies out here. And you want to know my long-term goal? To get a boyfriend. So, for our first date, I invited him to come to my radio show, Pink Pantyhose Radio, your favorite feminist radio show. I wanted him to come to my radio show because that following Thursday, I was going out of town for my birthday, and I wanted to see him before I went on my trip. So it was the day of our date. And when I didn't hear from him for a few hours, I was getting teary-eyed. Because I thought I was going to get stood up again. Because I got stood up so many times. But I was hopeful. Because he seemed like a solid guy. And you just never know with guys. You just never know. As I was teary-eyed, I was kind of quiet. And if you know me, I'm real outgoing. My homeboy, C. Dilla. C. Dilla the Count, shout out to you. He asked me a question. And when he noticed I wasn't so upbeat and cheerful, he pulled me to the side. He was like, yo, you smoke? And I said, yeah, but not today. He was like, that's what I thought. You've been crying. And I was like, yeah. And I felt real goofy for telling him. But I was like, I'm sad because I thought I was going on a date with a guy and he didn't show up. And I just don't know. He was like, well, you'll be fine. you full of self-love. you confident. And I was like, yeah. If he don't take me out on this date, then that's it. I'm moving on. He was like, that's my girl. Keep your head up. So went back out, waited for my show to start. And then air, ooh. Air texted me. He was like, yo, I'm in Uber. I'm on my way to the studio to come see you. And I told him to buzz in to get upstairs. He was like, yo, if I get robbed, I swear to God, he was joking around. And then as I was so thirsty, waiting for his fine self, I mistaken him for another Latino guy at my school because we met online. I wasn't sure what he looked like. And the guy I was talking to, he said he was an electrician. Air's an electrical engineer. And I was like, wait. You're not air. Air is way finer than you. I didn't say this out loud, but I was thinking this. So I was waiting for air, and my back was to the door, so I was just on the computer waiting for my time to get in the studio. And then I heard somebody say my name. That was the program director. He was telling me I had a guest. I turned around. Ooh-wee. Love at first sight, y'all. Air was finer in person. 
He had this curly brown hair. He had a nice smile. Smooth.com and this deep voice. And he was like, hey, how's it going? And then what made him look even finer, the whipped cream on the sundae, the icing on the cake. He had these aviators with silver frames. He was just too cool. And I was like, baby boy, you worth the wait. Ooh. So then he came over and we started talking and then embarrassed myself because I thought, because he looked like a cool guy, I was like, oh, you got a nose ring. He was like, nah, this is a pimple. Everybody think it's a nose ring. It's like, this is awkward.com. And then as he walked, I noticed his stomach. I was like, he's a little chunky. But I was like, Naya, stop tripping. First of all, you're not sexy.com. Well, yes, you are. But you're not the sexiest thing in the world. And he said he was going to the gym. You going to the gym? Give him some time. And then I was clowning, y'all. I was telling everyone. I was like, yo, this is Air. He my groupie. Woo, woo, woo. So we get into the radio show. The show starts. And I was wilding, y'all. Straight goofing. First of all, the topic was guys dating and taking initiative. While Air was in the room sitting next to me, I was telling my listeners about my weekend plans of how I was supposed to go out with a guy. He didn't text me, so I assumed he wasn't interested. But I texted him days later. I was like, yo, what happened? He told me he was waiting for me to text him. And I told him I was waiting for you to text me. And we just end up missing out on each other. And then I was talking about this guy who I used to date, and he would send me Ubers to and from my dates, and I was just using him for the free food. And when he said, oh, I ain't got money for an Uber, can you take the train? I blocked his number, all in front of Air, y'all. But while we were talking on the show, Air, he sounded real nice on the radio. I was like, okay, somebody got a future in radio. And I just kept embarrassing myself. I forgot to turn the mic off. So while we were still on air, I was just embarrassing myself, saying crazy things. And he would point to me real quiet, like, yo, you didn't turn the mic off. Embarrassed. And then we were talking about different things while we were off air. And then he said, yeah, my sister, she can't see, meaning like she needs glasses to see, just like I need glasses. And I was trying to be funny, and I was referencing sister again. I was like, oh, air, yeah, your sister, the blind one. He was like, yo, I don't want to put that on my sister embarrassing while we we're at the show I was just noticing things small things like why is he so far away because he fine I want to be next to you I also noticed his legs I was like why are his legs shaped funny because he his, his legs seemed a little skinny I don't like guys with skinny legs but I had to calm down and realize outer beauty is not everything and that he didn't need to sit right next to me because he wasn't a horn dog so the show ended, it was time for us to leave, and he was joking about us getting an Uber because I told that story about the guy who I was using for the Ubers. I was real bossy when I was leaving because I carry the whole world, the whole world with me wherever I go. I have my backpack, I have my lunch bag, and sometimes I'll have my gym bag. And I was like, hey, can you carry this? And he said, the word is may. I was like, ooh, embarrassed, but he carried my bags anyway. And then he was following me around the the school because I had to return some equipment and I was like go sit down he was like no I'll just walk with you man he was probably looking at my booty but hey I ain't tripping because he was fine hey baby boy you can look all you want so we get into the uber and I was thankful because I didn't have to ride the train because I've been riding the train home from my school in the studio for the past eight months so whew. and when we get in the uber we cake it because he fine Ooh. and I was super sleepy 
And I ain't gonna front. I asked him about his job. So I was like, Air, what does an electrical engineer do? And he was talking about something. Only thing I remember him saying was like, it's like when the car is tilted on its side. And it was going in one ear and out the other. I was thinking about the food I was gonna smash. And I was thinking about how sleepy I was. So we went to my apartment to change my clothes because I had this tight pink dress on. I always wear pink on Wednesdays for my radio show. Shout out to Mean Girls. And he was waiting in my living room, reading books for fun. I was like, ooh, this guy educated. He cute and nerdy. I'm with it. And then he took me to a Mexican restaurant because I suggested it because he didn't want to take another Uber back and forth. I said, we can just go up the street to this Mexican restaurant. And as we were ordering, I was thinking tacos or carne asada. I was like, girl, take advantage of the opportunity. Carne asada, it is. So as we were waiting for the food, this goofy... It was his turn to start talking crazy. So I told him I'm in a Latina sorority, and my sorority didn't get established at his alma mater until years after he graduated. So he didn't know about my sorority. And he was talking about other Latina sororities on the first date. Fool, you're supposed to impress me, not insult me. Gosh. But he made up for it because towards the end of the date, I was real sleepy. My head was against the wall. I was leaning. But he was talking about African-American history dropping so many gems as a Latino guy because we were admiring the artwork on the walls of the restaurant. First of all, I'm just daydreaming about you being fine and thinking about us getting married and us growing old together. And I was thinking to myself, yo, you would be a sexy grandpa. You would be a gilf. You're going to age real nice. But secondly... Oh my gosh, you know about African-American history? Like, history, history. Oh my gosh, such a turn on. Ooh, I was just so much in awe. So we left, and of course he paid, because you know your girl gets the free food. So we went back to my apartment. We walked home. We held hands, because I don't let ugly guys touch me. So you know he was fine if I hold his hand on the first date. We were chilling at my apartment, and I told him, oh, my dad, he's going to come over after work to drop off my birthday gift because my dad was like yo before you go on your trip I got to give you your card aka I gotta give you some money for your trip hey dad if you want to give I will take so when I tell him like oh my dad's downstairs I'm about to go meet him this goofy was too excited and invited himself he's like oh my gosh I get to meet your dad who invited you but then I was like Naya chill out it could be worse he could be scared to meet your dad because he's just an F-boy trying to get his toes tickled and his back rubs. Men could tell when other men just want to have sex. So I was like, Naya, be grateful that he wants to meet your dad on the first date. So we go downstairs. He introduced himself to my dad. My dad says, hey. And I was like, I know I'm going to hear about this later. So we go back upstairs, and Air waits for his Uber, and then I walk him to the door. And then that awkward moment at the end of a first date I get real anxious about kissing on the first date because it's just weird. I get nervous, but he just gave me this awkward bear hug, and I was just like, uh, I don't know what to do. And I was thinking to myself, oh, we're going we gonna to get it on in the future. And then the next day, he texted me how much he enjoyed our date and how I was an interesting person and how I was easy on the eyes. I'm hoping that we go on more future dates. He was amazing airwasawesome.com but the feminist lesson for today I want to share with y'all is to give the nice guys a chance so someone who I admire is my mom may she rest in peace her and my dad 
are my relationship goals. And my mom would always tell me stories about how she did not like my dad, how she cursed him out multiple times, how she told him to go find him a Mississippi woman to go get his toes tickled because he ain't getting nothing over here. But my dad was persistent. He showed up, he was a gentleman. My mom knew his family. He acted like he wanted to be with her. And over time, she liked him. And at first she thought he was ugly. He really didn't dance like that, he couldn't dress. But she focused on the good as time went on. She focused on how he was hardworking, how he was kind, how he wasn't pressuring her. And I was thinking about the things my mom taught me and how she always taught me that, first of all, don't be caught up on looks with guys because the devil was the prettiest angel. And we also grew up on Lifetime. So she would say, yeah, he look good, but when he busts you upside your head, what you gonna do then? All right, mom. And also that nobody makes themselves. She's a very spiritual woman, and she said that God made us, so don't focus so much on outer beauty as much inner beauty. And the key is with guys, focus on what you can change versus what you can't change. Like, you can't teach a man how to be a gentleman. Like, either you're a good guy or you're not. But you can't teach him how to dance. You can't teach him how to line up his hair. You can't teach him how to dress. So with air... I was caught up on his stomach and his legs. But I just remember, first of all, you were fine. <laughs> Second of all, you college educated. You got a degree, baby boy. Third, you an engineer, so you making a little bit of money. Um, and also, he was just nice and funny, so he met most of my standards. With these nice guys, ladies, we can't be so quick to force sex. Just because other guys have sexualized us in the past doesn't mean that every guy wants sex from the jump. Of course, I'm fine. I'm sexy. I got that super like for a reason, you know. <laughs> but Air wasn't so quick to just jump in bed. I'm sure if I offered it, he would have took advantage of it. But he took his time. So that meant I took my time. Because when I was in the radio station, I was like, yo, he's so far away. But I realized, like, celebrate that he's not a horn dog. You tired of these guys just want to get their toes tickled and they back rubs. Appreciate that. He's a gentleman. And also with the first kiss, how I was putting so much pressure on myself. Like, girl, if he this popping, there's going to be kissing later on. Because, girl, you know you like to use some lips. So, ooh, ooh, he was just so fine, y'all. And when it comes to dating, we know, ladies. We got estrogen. We got intuition. We know when a guy is a good guy and when there are some red flags. So pay attention, notice these things. With Air, I noticed the conversation patterns, how he would text frequently, how he would text thoughtful messages, how he wasn't talking about my physical beauty so much or how he wasn't talking about sex, but he was talking about ideas and just getting to know me as a person. So you just gotta pay attention to these things, ladies, and know that you'll find somebody nice. So I don't know what the future holds for me and Air. I hope some future is with us because, ooh, somebody steal. Yes, and I made sure to ask him on our first date if he had nieces and nephews. And he does, so it's definitely a go. So we'll see. But thank you all for listening to my podcast. This is Pink Pantyhose, where comedy meets feminism. Tune in to the next episode. I appreciate you. Bye.